Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're having a good time here on a Tuesday, being very productive, if I do say so myself. You have been done. Yeah, I know. So much information out there. Laura <laughs> and Julia show. My Talk 107. Want everything entertainment. And no, we haven't forgotten about giving away the swag back from the Galleria. Yeah, doing guest the celebrity voice. It is coming up. That's obviously, right. this hour. Okay. There you okay, go. there you go. So uh last night was the premiere of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <gasps> the Grand Tarantino film it opens this Friday. We've been talking about this movie for months. Basically. Years. Yeah, a year, maybe. Like a year, yeah, yeah, basically. Uh it's posted on somebody else's show. We didn't get a it's post. It's on the homepage. Actually. Homepage, thank you. Uh the premiere pictures. We posted Britney Spears and her boyfriend of three years made yes. their first red carpet debut. Went to this show, uh, to the movie last night. Yes. So we did post that. Um, and well, let's just talk about that. Yeah. Who? Britney? Yeah. And Sam Lufta. No, no, that's not Sam Asgari. Yeah, Asgari, is that where I'm pronouncing it? Okay. Asgari. He's very, very cute. He's he's younger. He's darling. They've he's, been dating since 2016. So he three looks years. like the Diet Coke guy. What's his name from way long ago? Remember yes. Antonio Sabato L- Jr.? Yeah, Antonio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, she she came out and the, she just she had a pretty red dress on, a ponytail. She's always very uncomfortable on a red carpet, but. Um, you know, uh, she just something about her face that just looks like she's frightened. Yes, I don't think it is her favorite thing. That might be why they've not done a red right. carpet. But he looks really cute. The uh, the dress is really pretty. She looked really pretty. Very. Yeah. The Willis sisters, Rumor Scott and Tallulah, they all came out. Austin Butler was there with Vanessa Hudgens. They didn't pose together, but of course he's in the movie yep. and is going to be playing Elvis. Margot Robbie is wearing, uh, was just very Valley of the Dolls. She actually had her hair kind of 60s style and she had a Chanel nightgown dress on that was, I kind of liked it, but um, anyway, they were, they were all posing together on top of the steps, Brad, yeah. Leo, and Margot. Uh-huh. And when the posing was over, neither Leo or Brad gave her a hand. Okay, let's talk about... She had this long, flowy dress on. They couldn't have just offered her a hand for her to come down the steps. I don't understand where chivalry is gone. I don't know. Um, But you forgot something, that Brittany was sporting... Oh, a big ring. A big ring on the the finger. Yeah. Um, So... 
I don't know. They're, That's happening. But I have a hard time when um, men and or women don't help people. I mean, if you see someone in a long dress and you're wearing a suit, that's the easiest thing to walk in in the world. Yeah. Why wouldn't you help someone down the steps? I don't get that. I don't get that either. But Leo and Brad looked real good. And then they did a little funny drive. Pretended they were on their way because the theater is across the street from Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel And first it was Margot. Yep. Then it was Brad. Then it was Leo. Of course, Leo is the star he of the, the movie star. and that he's playing the movie star and Brad Pitt's a stunt double. But I got to say, those guys look good. Oh, Lori, not just good. I mean, real good. Um, Leo was tan. All of that Malibu beach volleyball is yep. paying off. Brad's face tweaking and wig have settled. Wig. Brad and Tarantino was on Jimmy Kimmel last night, and he was actually not spastic and weird. He was really kind of cute, and I really avoid listening to him talk. He, Always. What is it? The I voice? don't know. The voice? Maybe. The fr- frenetic pace of his it, it voice? It feels um, very nervous and uncomfortable, and it makes me feel nervous and, and uncomfortable watching. Yeah. But he was talking about how he really, he was wearing um, a tuxedo, because mm-hmm. the premiere was after his appearance on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. And for the premiere boy, other people that were out there was our um, guy from Malibu that was 007. Oh, Pierce Brosnan with his son. He looked like he was an extra in the movie. His son. He had bell bottoms and a short leather jacket that's right out of 1969. And his hair, he's a model. Is he's he? a pretty boy. Yeah, but yeah. didn't he look very 70s? Totally, totally, totally. But um, so Quentin Tarantino talked about how he used to be a kid and watch some of the old shows like Joey Bishop and would dress up and how excited he was. I mean, this guy's loved movies his entire life. Yes. And just how how cool it was being able, you know, they shut down Sunset Boulevard and ran the traffic in one direction for two nights. And so in the opposite direction, the other two nights, and they had to put in old 70s cars and or early 70s Change cars. Change all the billboards Bill, to all these fake the, TV right. shows yes, and movies yes. that yeah. he's promoting. Like and the he Luke, said that was really cool. Yeah. <sighs> Luke Perry is Scott. Uh, he, he, like, he's like... Because he's in the movie. Yeah, he plays this guy, Scott Lancer, who's like a, a, a TV star or whatever. And um, so the billboard was on... All these different shows that Tarantino created in his mind for this era, all these TV shows mm-hmm. and movies. So, um, anyway, his son climbed upon his billboard and took a picture. That's way cool. The other thing that happened I don't know, is... Did we post that, Donnie? Or no? Uh, no. no. Anyway, it's and he like said, all of Hollywood has got, like, all around I the can't billboards. wait to see this. Yeah. I actually am going to go. Leonardo DiCaprio was starstruck working at, with, with Luke, Luke Perry. Perry. Yeah. He said, you know, I... Uh, he was the kindest, sweetest human being you could ever encounter. I grew up with him on 90210, looking up to him as literally the coolest dude on earth. And yeah, honestly, Dylan. when I was on the set, I was starstruck. We got to sit down and chat. He mm. couldn't have been a more amazing human being. It's a real tragic loss. Uh, and then both Leonardo and Brad Pitt were talking about how horrible it was to mess up their lines. So, oh, um, please. These they, two, honestly. <laughs> does anyone believe that? Are you saying they're disingenuous? <laughs> that right there is. I There's can't. a lot of people working. And if you, I think you don't believe that, 
I believe that. Yeah, these two have done a gazillion movies. No, I don't believe that for a second. I They're did. putting on the bromance a little too hard and heavy. Well, they're saying it. it, it people can't go home because they got to do the scene yeah. again. They forgot their lines. Yeah, they feel bad. Yeah, they feel bad yeah. Oh, okay. Typical. I mean, geez. <laughs> you were doing so cynic. good for a little while there. Uh, but you Julia, Montana, do you relaxing. think either one of those feel like they're naked on a stage if they forget their line on a movie? All the movies these two have been in, the big stars that they are. No. I still think no. Oh, all right. Wow. <laughs> Did they Welcome do home. any late night alone? No. 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 See, they're doing it. Yeah, the Today Show was all all three. Three. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I wonder uh, because um, I wonder what Hollywood thinks about the Hollywood Reporter story about that Leonardo is the last great movie star and he didn't even sit with an interview for him. It's just a fawning nose up the old that Leonardo is. Yes, he's taking he, the mantle. I gotta be honest, mm-hmm. he looked good last and night, and he does have a pretty good picker for movies. He, you know for what? The most part. He does. Yeah. What was the the Revenant? You know, he got his Oscar I know. for his uh, thing, and the one he, before that was the Wolf of Wall Street, and before that, the Great Gatsby. He's, he's had a pretty that no. That was terrible. That was not good. That was Baz Luhrmann. I hope he doesn't do that's with the great what I was Gatsby trying to, to tell Elvis. you. Why he needs a win, Baz Luhrmann? Yeah, he needs a win. Yeah. Okay. Well, this movie looks like a winner. Donnie posted this on the Lo, Lo J page. Um, uh, it's the Cynthia. Irivo? Arivo. Arivo. Mm-hmm. Janelle Monet, Leslie Odom Jr. in the trailer about Harriet Tubman. It's called Harriet. The movie comes out November 1st. This looks amazing. It does. And it does seem cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs that this story of Harriet Tubman has never been done before. No. I'm so excited to learn more about her. Then I mean, we haven't yeah. had the biopic. Mm-hmm. I remember doing a report like in seventh grade on Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. and Underground Railroad. And, yeah, yeah. It, really amazing. And mm-hmm. Cynthia was, we saw her and she's on Broadway, but she, we saw her in Bad Times at the uh, El Royale. Yes. Bad okay. Times at the El Royale, which is a great movie. And then, um, Janelle Monet, you know, Hidden Figures, and right. also she was in Moonlight, and then Hamilton's Leslie Odom Jr. is in it. This tra- it looks incredible. It does. We're gonna. Be- We're, we've been on trailer run. Yesterday we had um, Mr. Rogers with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Did you watch the Top Gun trailer? That looked. Good. We watched mm-hmm. that. Yeah. We had um, people called in about the Lion King yesterday. Did they, they like loved it? it? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. So, and people went with grown kids. It went, uh, it didn't do as well as they wanted it. How could, 175 million. million They thought it was going to go over 200 million. Hollywood is a greedy town. What can we say? I would say, but I can't imagine how much that costs to make. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And then the marketing of it. And then this, the movie about Harriet Tubman, um, because her, her courage and what she did freed, Hundreds of slaves and changed the course of history. I mean, it's really going to be a wonderful, it looks like a dazzling cast and rich characters. And the guy who did the screenplay, um, Gregory Allen Howard, he did the screenplay for Remember the Titans, which is based on yeah. true story Ali with yep. Will Smith. So And Leslie Odom. Mm-hmm. He Leslie plays, Odom Jr. Yes, he plays the male, is the male lead in the new Sopranos movies. Oh, is he yes. in that movie? Yes. Okay. 
Thank you, Deep Throat. Thank you, Deep Throat. Very, very Mm -hmm. good. Miss you. Uh, And he's amazing, apparently. He is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. I don't know. So people were very anxious. The hot person on the red carpet, of course, besides Bradley or Margot, was everyone want to talk to Austin Butler? Oh, the new because Elvis. of his because he's got the brown hair. He's always been blonde, so he's got the Elvis kind of pompadour. And she looked beautiful. She looked darling, and um, I guess he is going to be because Tom Hanks is in that movie, and the film goes into production early next year. His hair is El- Elvis fied. I gotta say, Elvis fied. It's brown and it's kind of a pompadour. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Elvis was was blonde in the early part of his life. He was, he? yeah. Yes, he and, was. and Austin is blonde, so he's. I don't know what his part is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. If he's, if he's got brown hair in that or whatever. But he and Vanessa did not post together, Jules. Just so you know. All right, listen, we got to go. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's let's hear about it. All Let's right. hear about it. But you just said you were at the Backstreet Boys this weekend. I yeah. need to know, and so does Julia. It was a sold-out crowd at the XL Energy Center. 15,000 people were there, and it was the loudest crowd I have ever heard in my life. Fun. The screams were like a jet engine for yeah. these guys. Listen, there's nothing like 30s and 40-year-olds finding getting to see their boy band. Okay, I you know mean. when we were talking mm-hmm. about fugly it? and hot yeah. couples? Someone just sent us an email, uh-huh. Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley. Yeah, they're oh, there. Oh, yeah. that is like the ultimate, yeah. like, mm-hmm. ugly guy mm-hmm. and hot yeah. lady. Hot lady. Yep. Yeah. That was so a good was the like, show great? Was it? It was fantastic. It was, I, yeah. And I was, I was like right at the time when the Backstreet Boys were at their zenith, like prime demographic. And I wasn't super into them, but I know all the songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like you're around yeah. and you pick up all of that. But they were great performers. They mixed in the new stuff with the old stuff mm-hmm. seamlessly because, you know, when you see an act like that, yeah. one of the concerns is... You want them to sing the yeah, old you stuff do. and you, you want to see them dance. Exactly. And they did just that. So it was great. And this was all for uh, a Bids for Kids package. So want to thank everyone who came out fun. and donated to the Ronald McDonald House Charities for all that. It was super fun. I'd bring you... The lawsuit between Justin Thoreau and his neighbor. Oh, the neighbor in New York. Oh, God. The ongoing thing. You thought it was over, but it's not. So Justin Thoreau's neighbor, he's a real estate lawyer named Norman. Well, he's appealing a judge's ruling that he trespassed on Justin Thoreau's West Village property. Now, remember that this judge last month determined that Norman was trespassing and sided with Thoreau on where the boundary line of their roof patio was. Oh, now Norman is seeking to have that overturned in appellate court. So, Jeez. nasty neighbors. Now, this all comes back to a couple of years ago, starting uh, in 20... 20- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 2017, where they've been fighting in court because Justin Thoreau sued Norman for trespassing and harassment back in 2017. This is all over uh, their million-dollar renovation. This is just... I would spoiled move. boy if I problems. Was, but if yeah. I was Justin Thoreau, Hopefully. I would just sell that place and be out of there. It's spoiled boy problems. Maybe that's why he and Jennifer broke up. Maybe she was just like, just dump that place I know, and move to my place it. in Uptown. Oh my gosh! Absolutely, it. yeah. Or better yet, come out to California so we're closer to yeah. Cabo, right? When we want to go and party and have margaritas yeah. together, yeah. This is much ado about nothing. I mean, come on. You're exactly right, Julia. Spoiled, spoiled boy boys problems, but that keep. They dig in, they dig in, they dig in, and they can't work it out. Ugh. Ugh, icky. Uh, Big Little Lies. I know you guys talked about that at the beginning of the show. Got a little ratings news for you. Oh. Uh, Big Little Lies, the season two finale on Sunday night, was watched by just under two million total viewers during its initial broadcast. Excuse me. And now 3.1 million viewers have had a chance to watch the finale on HBO's other platforms. Are they happy with that? Very much yeah. so. All right, awesome. I just think of the 18.9 for Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but... You can't no, compete I with that, Julia. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is a series viewership high for Big Little Lies. Uh, they got $2.5 million in their previously their highest rated uh, episode in Big Little Lies. So That's awesome. I, I think they're happy with it. I think John Mark Valley is going to come back and do a third season. I do too, I think Lori. we're going to see another. I don't they know if Donnie doesn't cli- think so. It ended on a cliffhanger. It was supposed to end with a major character's death. What are they going to do in the third season? Find if- out more about what happens with these women. We're not done with these women. Finding out where they go from here again. So you're invested, Lori in the continuation of these five characters moving forward together and you don't care what the context is. Well, I do care what the context is, but I think they can come up with something. Right. We I don't know. I, I, they, it very much left on a cliffhanger note. I feel like they left it that way so that negotiations that are probably ongoing right now yeah. could continue based on the popularity of the season finale. Yeah. But Meryl Streep, though, woo, Mary Louise, that is a performance for the ages. I, I, and the fact that she didn't consider herself a villain when she was clearly oh. the villain. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. If you have not had a chance to watch season two, yeah. Big Little Lies, please watch it for Meryl Streep's performance alone. Uh, by the way, just noting this Miss America pageant still alive and kicking. Going into 2020, it's going to be airing on NBC on December 19th. So, Mark is that the one Gretchen one. Carlson was ahead of and then was un- then taken off? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Gretchen Carlson was a part of the Miss America organization because she was a Miss America herself, mm-hmm. right, from Minnesota, and then she left in June, so she is no longer a part of that. But you can watch it. Was it was the fight December. over the bathing suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I swear that was what it was about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I bring you some kind of vintage Hollywood scandal news concerning a legendary sex symbol of Hollywood film. Gina Lola Brigida oh, is yes. making news today because her young manager apparently is ripping her off oh, of no. millions of dollars. Oh, no. She has a young, hot 32-year-old manager who started off as her chauffeur. This is like Doris Day. It is, exactly. 
This and then they take over and, and isolate and you from the family. You? Oh, family. No. This is happening to 93-year-old 90, okay. Hollywood legend Gina Lola Brigida allegedly is being conned out of millions of euros of assets and property by her 32-year-old hot manager named Andrea. Now, uh, apparently, Andrea it has defrauded Gina Lola Brigida out of three luxury properties Near the Spanish steps in Rome, he has also purchased allegedly illegally a 250 pound that would be about a $300,000 Ferrari car. Now, her family is alleging that Andrea, the guy who started as a chauffeur, is using bank accounts in his parents' name to transfer thousands of euros to himself in a series of transactions from Gina Lola Brigida's account. So they busted him, though. They found out. her. She has one son, and he's okay. been trying for a couple years to get rid of this guy. Right. That's right. Milko is Gina Lola Brigida's son, and he has failed to get a court to remove Andrea from Gina's life and to have her estate run by an administrator. And he said that Gina was in a state of vulnerability. Of course she is. Yes, exactly. Well, the court ruled otherwise, and now Milko is still accusing Andrea, the manager, of leading a life of luxury at the expense of Gina Lollabrigida by selling her assets to fund his luxury lifestyle. Now, a psychiatrist in 2017 found that Gina was mentally capable, but, quote, narcissistic, obsessive, and compulsive, making her perception of reality weakened. Oh, my gosh. She She got married to this guy who was, like, 40 years younger oh, than her. She yep. didn't get married to him, but I think he like had somebody stand in yeah. for her or something. Yeah, well, that guy was named <laughs> Javier. Yeah. And three years ago, Gina Lola Brigida, excuse me, accused her former boyfriend, Javier, into conning her into marriage in an attempt to inherit her $50 million estate. So this is something... That is Can you imagine as a child, life. you're just like, mom, oh. you're not even thinking, stop. Yeah. And she was with this Javier guy for 20 years and then he wanted to get married conveniently. But fortunately, that ceremony never took place after Gina called it off. But now she needs to ditch this manager, Andrea, because he's cutting her out of money. All of our 92 year old listeners. If you've got somebody who's driving you around 60 years younger and your son or your daughter don't like them, listen to your son and daughter. Thank you. Take over their accounts. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I hope that public service announcement goes I mean, wide and She has today. a lot of money. She, I guess, was one of the most popular film stars of the 50s. Double duh. Double Dutch duh. Okay, so I think we learned about this a long time ago. Might have even been something you brought up in Random Facts, Julia. Okay, or thoughts. Or thoughts. Um, Random Facts, because sometimes they are facts and sometimes they're just thoughts. You're correct. (laughs) But I believe it was in a random thought that uh, you told us about how swearing is good for pain. For pain. Mm-hmm. Julia? Was it wrong? No. Yet, a study was done. <laughs> they wanted to explore how effective established new and invented swear words oh, can it. be in, ex- in increasing pain tolerance and pain threshold. Okay. Because they wanted to see, does an invented... 
I new t- word. In, uh, does an invented word have the same effect like, as a known word? Instead yeah. of like popsicle sticks. That's right, Donnie. <laughs> Uh, H-E double L hockey sticks or whatever we used to say. Okay. So, uh, you are doing yourself a favor if you swear and use a known real swear word. Oh, you're better I give you the F-bomb. Yep. Mm. The most known expletive to come out of people's mouth in many languages. Yes. I mean, it says the same thing. So, here's the study. When you say the F-bomb... Like if you just you snap like me, I locked my fingertip in a sliding door. Okay, ah, mm-hmm. you said it right away. Well, guess what? If you say that word by dropping the f bomb, it will it helps pain increase tolerance by thirty percent. Wow. I, so I think of the Scientologists who will make women have silent births. Oh. They should be yelling. Bleep, 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 Yeah. Anyway, uh, by 30%. 30%. 30%. Why and is that? They wanted to see, could you use like, like, oh, fudge. Yes. It doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. It gives you no, I don't. It gives you no relief. You have to go for the big one. They, they're Cure like. Pain, tw- go for the big guns. Twiz pipe and foosh were two of the words <laughs> that they were <laughs> having people use. Or shoosh. They thought twiz pipe and foosh twiz were socially pipe. acceptable swear words. They <laughs> yes. mimic. Um, twiz pipe mirrors the humorous element of swearing is fun to say, whereas foosh is harsh sounding and concise, similar to the existing exciting four letter yes. word. And because slang has upwards of a thousand swear words, there's always room for more. So they recruited volunteers to test the new words alongside the that. traditional word. Okay. And then a control word while their hands were submerged submerged in icy water. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. They found by saying, saying twiz pipe or foosh yep. or fudge or whatever didn't raise... Your pain tolerance at all, but if you swore real swear words, you could keep your hand in the cold water longer. That is absolutely correct. All right, yeah. they, well, this is this is good for kids if you're listening. Mm-hmm. So if you accidentally say a bad word when you scrape your knee or fall or something happens that is painful, just say, "I'm relieving my pain." I'm relieving it. Thirty percent more. Got it. They get a pass. Yeah. There, okay. Researchers are not sure why the real swear words affect the pain tolerance, but they hypothesize that the deep emotional connection with swear words could be the reason why they help people tolerate pain. Hmm. The emotion, I believe it. I kind of believe that. Yeah. Because sometimes. When you just really, really need to let off steam or something and you're by yourself and you just, yeah, that feels good. So there you go. So I like that. Yeah. All right. So So we've we've confirmed that. If you're hurt, just say the big word. That's right. Say the big word. Okay. Blame it on us. All right. So uh, this is a study that is brought to us. Let me just tell you where this came from. This is uh, right here in the USA is where this uh, study was done. And do you think that, uh, do you think adults will admit to having a favorite parent? I saw this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Admit, admit to okay. it. Okay, I I saw this because we're all supposed I, to love mom and dad equally. Yeah. But I'm new, just going to say yes. 
Yeah. A new study finds that many people favor one parent over another. Half of adults admit to having a favorite parent. Uh, 40% of respondents prefer their mom. One in seven prefer daddy-o. But these allegiances seem to flip-flop as children age. Mm -hmm. Children are initially closer to their mothers, but 35% of kids switch to team dad by age 13. However, by age 20, one-third of those 35% switch back to mom. Mm -hmm. Still waiting. (laughs) Still waiting. (laughs) Here we go. They're so team dad. It's often assumed that children are always closest to their mom. That is not the case. Uh Um, different life events so influence parent preferences among children. Having a baby, baby is more likely to bring people closer to their mothers than their fathers. Grown sons and daughters also turn to their mothers more often when they move, get their first job, or get married. Um, and on the other hand, kids are more likely to develop shared interests with dad as they enter adulthood, and kids also feel closer to their fathers if they have learned a new skill or a craft or a hobby from dad. Got it. Mm. You know, and um, I'm losing in all these. Are you losing? Well, yeah, but they're still young. Yeah, they haven't gotten (laughs) married. They haven't had a baby. I know all these things. Uh, And then if a parent has a pet, a dog, oh, you're. And the other one doesn't? Oh, forget it. Well, here, many children, 21% of guys call themselves a mama's boy, and 22% of girls call themselves a daddy's girl. Um, But again, like this said, it It does switch. It It does switch. I mean, do you believe this for you, Lori, that you had a favorite parent? Oh, yeah, my mom. Well, right. Yeah, my dad was disciplinarian. Yeah. Yeah, he was not my favorite. And but it does it switch or you just have kept it? Mm, yeah, I mean now it's not not so much, but definitely when I was a mom. Yeah. I mean when I was a kid, I was like my mom. I was less afraid of my mom. Sure, you know that mm-hmm. is the truth. Yeah, that is what happens. Like okay. wait, if you're it happened in if our I house. tell your father, you yeah. know, you'd be like, yeah, mine was the reverse. Yeah, my mother was the disciplinarian. So yeah, that, you know, dad was the easier dad one. was the easier one. Yeah. And that's why, you know, someone does have to be someone does got bad cop. Yep. Yep. This study also should shed light on sibling relationship dynamics. Okay. Almost one in five admit to being jealous of a sibling's relationship with one of the parents or both their parents. Hmm. And 13% of parents said they feel jealous when their children pick the other parent. And it's very common for parents to fear drifting apart from their kids. More than four in ten parents admit that losing touch with their children as they grow older is a major concern. Absolutely. And however, at the end of the day, this study showed the most important factor in building positive parent-kid relationship is being there for each other no matter what. Yep. And being able to talk about any topic. Spending quality time together, being respectful of each other, and forgiving each other when mistakes are made. There you go. Those are the... Great advice. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was kind of duh. Yeah, but it it does. It flip-flops. It does. Mm -hmm. I think of like my parents when they were older. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Went back and forth. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And yes, I do know parents who are like, like, especially when kids are like, oh, they're not going to need me anymore. I'm like, don't worry, they'll probably come back. 
They're going to need you again for something. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let, let's. Can we do our voice now? Oh, sure. So let's do little, it. Buy a little bit more time. Okay. So this, right. what's the prize? This, the prize is for a swag bag from the Galleria, which includes a Coach wallet, a David Yerman cord bracelet, jewelry from Pumps, Lactane samples, Kate Spade matches, and it's to celebrate their eighty percent off sale this next weekend. I like it. All right. Here's the voice. It's okay. a tough one. Here we go. The moment when I knew life isn't fair is I was, I don't know how old, like a tiny kid, and we went to see a taping. It was like the, you know, the most exciting thing that had ever happened to me, and we took photographs with the disposable camera, and we got the roll back a week later, and... Whoa. All right. All right. 651-641-1071. Call Donnie. When we come back, we'll get to some of the other stories we forgot to tell you about today. Peeps, what do we know? What do we know? Do we have a winner, Donnie? We did get a winner. Took uh, like yesterday. Took quite a few phone calls, guys. But uh, Cody in Prior Lake knew the answer. Here's the voice. Okay. The moment when I knew life isn't fair is I was I don't know how old, like a tiny kid, and we went to see a taping. It was like the you know the <laughs> most know. exciting thing that had ever happened to me. All right, there we go, Cody. Who is that? That is Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Cody. Congratulations. Thank you. That's so exciting. Yes. Yes. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. And of course, Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie will be Marvel's first LGBTQ superhero. I would have never got it. She's at Comic-Con. All right, she that's was in, great. That was a good Man one. in Black movie. She was yes. in that. She's in Westworld. She's everywhere. She is everywhere. Thank okay, you, Cody. Great. Thanks, Cody. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Um, favorite headline today was uh, Prince Harry giving Dame Jane Goodall a chimp greeting uh, because they were at a Roots and Shoots um, program, which is Jane Goodall's mm-hmm. global program. And so they gave each other the chimp greeting. How how does the chimp greeting it's, go, Lori? Give it to me. Is it a paw? Yeah. A, a paw up? Yeah, you Jane pat Goodall each other on the, the head. On the head. Oh, oh, on the head. Okay. Oh, and kind of, oh, it was so cute. And then she revealed she met um, Megan and Ar- Archie. She, Megan told me she's followed me all my life. She said, you've been my idol since I was a child. I've hero-worshipped you all my life. And she came in at the end, and I got to cuddle with Archie. He's very cute and very gentle. <laughs> okay, that's really sweet. Isn't that sweet? That's really sweet. So those two, you know, are... I love that about uh, Harry. Because Roots and Shoots, it's a hands-on project uh, for young people. Okay. So um, that every individual can make a difference in our planet in doing something, making the world a better place for people, animals, and the environment. I love that. And it was founded, you know, by Jane Goodall in 1991, which is 12 Tanzanian high school students from nine school. And now she's got students in over 50 countries with members, preschool to university. Hundreds of thousands of young people are in Roots and Shoots. Isn't that cute? Oh, Jane. Oh, Jane. Go, Jane, go. You know, I never got to, I haven't seen her documentary about her. Remember when came out like last year or something? I haven't either. I know. It's on the list. The big long list. Here's, it's a big long list. Here's something that's going to be on our list, though. Um, what are you doing Sunday, September 15th? 
So I don't know. Oh. We're probably watching the Alec Baldwin roast. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be... Uh, yes, yes, at least DVR for sure. Absolutely. I I love these roasts. There and hasn't this been is, one for a long time. No, Sean Hayes is going to serve as roast master. Love him. I absolutely love him. I think this is going to be fun. And then... Um, Let's see. Baldwin and Comedy Central will donate a con- or contribute a combined million dollars in matching five hundred thousand donations to Exploration of the Arts, a nonprofit organization serving public high schools in New York and L.A. I even love what Sean Hayes uh, said. It's always been my dream to roast a Hollywood legend. So when they asked me to roast Alec, I thought close enough. <laughs> he is so funny. All right, Lori, are you still in watching Love, Love Island? Island? Or have you deserted the island? Well, I had to desert it because they went on vacation. Will so you go a back show to that it? goes on five nights a week for four weeks is just an excessive commitment for me, especially as I've started watching trashy reality shows like Girls Cruise and New Hills, The Beginning. And Mary Millions. The Hills was renewed. It was. I forgot to tell yeah, you that. Yeah, people are watching it. Um, I know. Uh, Unlike this show. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it, maybe. I'll check in. Is anyone now watching well, it? Well, it says that 2.3 million folks. I mean, it's kind That's of... pretty bad for CBS. Yep, it's it, been it, poor you know. with roughly 2.3 <laughs> million turning into each episode far fewer than the network was hoping for well the reruns and the game shows i love the game shows i love the game shows Mm -hmm. i'm hooked i already ordered yesterday um a new password i love playing password yeah at the cabin i know all the answers Mm -hmm. already from the game that i bought at the goodwill so Mm -hmm. i got a new one and then i um want to order uh i love watching famous people making fools of themselves on game shows that's really the best about it. I mean, it's just kind of fun. It is. Alec Baldwin is a terribly cheesy match game host. Oh, I will yes. say that. He is so cheesy. Yes. He is putting in every acting skill he can. Mm-hmm. Michael Strahan was hosting fun. the $100,000 Pyramid. He mm-hmm. seems like he would like that. I enjoyed watching it. If you just shut your eyes. I remember when Donny Osmond and Meredith hosted remember that. Remember when right? I was going to try out for it and I went over there to the Mall of America to try. I do remember that. How'd that go again? Well, I didn't even get a trial because oh. you, you had to go at a time that I decided I was not available. I yeah. How about waiting Par- a really long line? How, how do we feel about Paris Jackson signing a major music deal? I mean, can you just get one because you're Paris Jackson? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Well, we tried to listen to that band. What's the name of that well, band? It's a duo called yeah. It's her boyfriend. Snowflower. It's Sunflower. Sunflower. Sunflower it's sorry. folk. <laughs> Rock, which just those two words. I kind of make you cringe, but I like. No, the rock, either go with folk or go with rock. (laughs) You know who died today? The Neville guy. Oh, was it Aaron? Aaron, the oldest one. No, no, it was a different Neville. The oldest one. He was 81. Um, Because I saw Bonnie Ray. It was really gutted. There was a, um, a woman on CBS this morning talking about how every year at the Jazz Fest... New Orleans. She's New from Orleans. New Orleans. Yes. And she was talking about it, and I thought, oh, God. Art. Art. Art, Art too. Art yeah. Neville. They're five Neville brothers. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Well, mm-hmm. Paris, I mean, good luck with your folk rock duo with your boyfriend. Um, a big call for folk rock music these days? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the little eye side just looked like hippy dippy, just boring. <laughs> it could use some funkadelic something. <laughs> something. There's a go. Mm-hmm. Funk, funk. Yeah, for something, something, <laughs> something. I think people are very excited to be part of Adam Sandler's Netflix comedies that he's going to do an untitled Halloween comedy it must be so much fun maybe it's going to be set someplace great in salem massachusetts all right Thank julie you. bowen maya rudolph ray Liotta, steve buscemi rob schneider michael chiklis kevin james keenan thompson wow. it's a lot of a lot of people that is a lot of people i think people do it because it's just absolutely hubby fun. has to save halloween and uh-huh. i'll bet you hubby is adam sandler did you ever watch his murder mystery with Jennifer no, Aniston? Not. No, My mom liked it because it was fun to go to the Amalfi Coast. She said, I'm never oh, going to get there. Absolutely. Now that makes it sound like something I would do. Yeah. I get that. She 